It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Rachel Campos Duffy. I'm Jason Chaffetz. I'm Maria Bartiromo, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, January 4th, 2024. I'm John Saucier. It's the list that nobody wants to be on, and it's finally being made public. Court documents from a lawsuit stemming from the abuse committed by now-dead, disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. These documents, which names names, have some pretty big names on them. Big names like Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. Neither president is accused of wrongdoing, but... It's not a, you know, a a document that that you want to be a part of. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. The media has been waiting for years for these court documents, and this week, we finally got to look through some 900 pages from a 2015 lawsuit related to Jeffrey Epstein and his abuse of underage girls. It should be noted that none of the names on this list are accused of a crime, but just being associated with Epstein whatsoever is enough to make people raise an eyebrow. So Virginia Jufre had a lawsuit, a defamation lawsuit with Ghislaine Maxwell filed in 2015. And a judge last month ruled that essentially there was no reason to keep these names redacted because a lot of them had previously been reported in the press. Our guest today is Fox News Channel correspondent Nate Foy. So there was a period where anybody whose name was set to be released could appeal it. And there's two names that are still redacted, uh, and we can get into that later, but 177 names are are set to come out. And you mentioned a lot of big names, uh, including former presidents and a British prince. Yeah, Prince Andrew, who obviously has been connected to this throughout. The royal family's kind of distanced themselves from Prince Andrew. But do you think it has a little more effect once the name is actually published in court documents? I mean, that's kind of jarring, right? The the name, certainly, I, I find it more impactful seeing the quotes from these accusers in, in, in great disturbing detail, learning exactly what he's accused of. You know, I, I could read you some quotes if I can find it quickly here. Uh, one document, this is Prince Andrew, it reads, quote, Jane Doe number three was forced to have sexual relations with this prince when she was a minor in London at Ghislaine Maxwell's apartment in New York and on Epstein's private island in an orgy with numerous other underage girls. So when you read those words, obviously it's really impactful and disturbing. There's more stories about Prince Andrew that came out, more claims uh, in these court documents that were recently unsealed. One story that that stands out involves him taking a picture with uh, two accusers. We mentioned uh, Virginia Giuffre, but also Joanna Joberg, and in the picture, this is according to Joburg, uh, the prince is, is groping her breast while a puppet is groping Virginia Giuffre's breast. So it's described as, as being taken in a sort of joking manner. Um, but 
Prince Andrew certainly, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein was well documented before this. But mm-hmm. when, when people hear those specific stories, I think that it, it certainly is impactful. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about Bill Clinton, because obviously we had an idea his name was going to be on this list. But I thought the quote in some of the documents that you, you know, that you referenced earlier was pretty impactful. What they say about Bill Clinton in these documents? So the question here with not only Clinton, but also former President Donald Trump, when the name comes up, people just want to know more about the relationship. For sure. And Clinton's spokesperson says that he knew nothing about the crimes that Epstein committed and that the two haven't spoken in nearly 20 years. Uh, That being said, Joburg, who I mentioned, one of the accusers, uh, in one of the depositions, a lawyer uh, asked her, uh, quote, did Jeffrey ever talk to you about Bill Clinton? And Joburg responded, quote, he, speaking about Epstein, said one time that Clinton likes them young, referring to girls. So neither president is accused of wrongdoing. Uh, that's a second source there. That's that's one of the accusers saying that Epstein said that about Clinton. Right. Um, as far as former President Donald Trump, Joburg describes having to land uh, in Atlantic City, I believe rather than New York City because of bad weather, And she claims that Epstein planned at least to reach out to Trump, but that they went to Trump's casino in Atlantic City. So, again, neither president is accused of wrongdoing, but it's not a, you know, a a document that that you want to be a part of. No, and I think that quote, Clinton likes him young or he likes him young is even more damning. Whether or not this lawsuit goes through, whether or not Clinton actually was involved, just the quote of that. It's jarring. Can you talk a little more about what the Clinton camp has done to try and distance themselves from this whole thing? You mentioned a spokesperson said this was more than 20 years ago. Obviously, these are bringing up old wounds. But in this day and age now of social media, things are a lot different in the 90s when Clinton was in power. And there's a lot more spotlight on him. So what else are they doing to try and stay away from this mess? Well, they're doing exactly that. They're just staying away from it. Right. You know, I, I mentioned the statement that they put out saying that they haven't spoken in, in nearly 20 years. That was in addition to a 2016 statement, and, and that was the only additional piece of information that we got. The 2016 statement w- was pretty much Clinton saying that, you know, we don't have this close personal relationship. I'm paraphrasing here, but, you know, we don't have this close personal relationship uh, and that, He claims he was never aware of Epstein's crimes. Um, So they're just not touching this thing with a 10-foot pole. And and, and the interest isn't going away because when a name like that comes up and and specifically with an actual accusation connecting it to girls, um, which we see with Clinton and you mentioned that is not implied with former President Trump, people want to learn more about it. And and they're going to keep asking and we'll see if we get any more answers. If you were ever wondering what Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, and David Copperfield all have in common, today we have an answer to that. These names, along with many others, found in court documents from a 2015 lawsuit related to the abuse committed by Jeffrey Epstein. Sure, this was 20 years ago, but it does make you wonder what exactly the ties were between some of the world's most powerful people and one of the worst child predators in the world. We're talking about it today with Fox News correspondent Nate Foy. Ahead, we'll discuss one name not found in these court documents, but... Sure did blow up on Twitter. That's coming up next. I'm curious to see how this legal process plays out because these people are named specifically. So why wouldn't Bill Clinton be called as a witness in this case? The lawsuit 
doesn't name him specifically. The evidence talks about him, but this is against the woman who was allegedly helping Epstein. So why couldn't Donald Trump be called as a witness? Why couldn't Prince Andrew be called as a witness? Do you think that this is actually going to trial or are we still just too early on in the process? So th- this is from a 2015 case that, that was a civil case. Okay. Um, and, and, and the case is, is, is now over. So, um, you know, if we were to go to trial, it would be from something completely different from an investigation that was launched from perhaps, you know, and, and now we're getting into the hypotheticals. Right. But this, this is just court documents from a civil case from years ago that the judge found there was no reason anymore to keep these names redacted because it was mostly public information. There were a couple uh, new people that that weren't previously at least widely known uh, to have relations and, and relationships with, with Jeffrey Epstein and his circle. Uh, David Copperfield, the magician, uh, is one of them who uh, one of the accusers claims had dinner and performed magic tricks uh, at Jeffrey Epstein's home in Palm Beach. Uh, she also claims that he, he questioned her if she was aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. Uh, he's not technically accused of, of wrongdoing, but similar to the Clinton thing, it's it's obviously a when your name's on the list, a it's concerning quote, not well, a good list to be not, on. Not, yeah, not, Whether or not you did anything, and not, being on the list is 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 obviously really bad. But yeah. when there's like a detail that one of these accusers is is pointing us to, uh, it's even worse. Right. So uh, Michael Jackson is on the list. Um, no specific story other than the fact that he was seen uh, at the Palm Beach home. And then the other people, for the most part, th- that were brought up are, are people that the accusers were asked, did you ever see this person based off other rumors or lawsuits? And they mostly said, no, I'm sure that there's, there's, there's more that I'm missing here. It, there's 177 names. Well, you but- mentioned that there's two names that are missing. A lot of these names became unredacted, but there's two that are redacted. But there's a media outlet that's trying to gain access to these two more names. Why do you think that these two were left off? And tell me about uh, trying to get the access. So, yeah, the Miami Herald is trying to get more information about these two names that are still redacted. Uh, and we don't know exactly, obviously, who, who these people are. Uh, what we do know is that one of them received an extension for an appeal after changing lawyers and that this person is a woman and uh, that this woman claims that this information becoming public would put her safety in jeopardy. And we know that she lives in a country other than the United States. Okay. So that's one person, and, and that is the, the person that the Miami Herald is saying, well, listen, you've already given us some information, you know, in, in the interest of not spreading incorrect information about this person, maybe you should, you know, be a little more clear because um, people can make jumps. And then the other uh, redacted name, all we know is that the appeal uh, that everyone w- was given the ability to carry out uh, to keep their name redacted, that appeal is is still being considered. Okay, let's talk about people who weren't on the list but are still kind of embroiled in this controversy. One of them, the comedian Jimmy Kimmel. 
Like, all of a sudden, his name came up. When Aaron Rodgers mentioned him on an ESPN show, the Pat McAfee show, it's a daily sports show or a former NFL kicker. He's got an exclusive interview with quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel do have a history. I know that Rodgers didn't love being the butt of some of Kimmel's jokes there. Do you think Aaron Rodgers actually believes that Kimmel was connected to Jeffrey Epstein somehow, or is this just bad blood going back and forth? What's your feeling on that? Well, you can just look at what Pat McAfee said the next day when he was explaining what happened there. And he believes, and he interviews Aaron Rodgers every single week. Rodgers doesn't talk to a lot of shows, so that implies that they have a, a pretty good relationship. They obviously know each other quite well. And there's a little financial compensation every- going on there as yes, well. Yes, of course, of course. But um, but there's a relationship there, and, and he can't speak for Rodgers, but Pat McAfee was saying that he believes that, that Rodgers was just talking smack and because of, of their history that he went there and it wasn't an actual accusation. And, of course, Kimmel went back and threatened to take him to court. He kind of went berserk on Twitter. I don't know if you read the tweet, but it was chaotic and very uncomedian-like. I feel like a lot of times yeah, it wasn't funny. when comedians get accused of something like this, they're able to turn it into a joke and it's like, okay, we all have a laugh. But Jimmy Kimmel was pissed about yeah. this. Well, then that's kind of it, – it's strange – if Rodgers was kidding, which which I believe was the case, one person's kidding, but the comedian's not. Right. You know, all of a sudden, and you know who's not laughing are the suits at Disney because they own both ESPN, which airs the Pat McAfee Show, and ABC, which airs Jimmy Kimmel Live. So yeah. I wonder how they feel about all this too. Well, if you if you listen to Pat McAfee's explanation the next day, I'm I'm sure that that came from above, where he had to sort of explain how that happened and and try to put some water on it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just wondering if any more of this activity is going to go on with you're connected to Epstein somehow. Because you go on the internet, you read all sorts of rumors, and all these names fly up out of nowhere, and most of them aren't even on the list. But this is the type of list where it's toxic to be associated with it whatsoever because of obviously what some of these people, and specifically Epstein, are accused of doing to these women, which you know is just absolutely abhorrent. And uh, it's good that finally, though, the conversation about this is getting out there and that you know, maybe Bill Clinton does need to be held accountable. Maybe Donald Trump does need to be held accountable if there is something to it. So we appreciate the reporting. We're glad that, uh, you know, this is out in the public light and that we can talk about it. Nate Foy from the Fox News Channel correspondent. Thanks for uh, being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. Of course. Thanks for having me as always. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.